the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. How best to do a Christmas Eve service than to read the actual Christmas story? Um, it's found in Luke chapter 2. You know, I don't know if you have any traditions in your family, but that would be a good one to start, to begin to read, not the Santa account, but the Christmas account found in Luke chapter 2. We're going to read verses 1 through 20. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to make it feel homey today. If it were up to me, you know, I would have a nice fireplace, you know, behind me and and if it were up to me, I'll, it'd be some light piano music with fireplace crackling in the background. You know, if it were up to me, I'd have the lights on the Christmas tree up. You know. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Give a round of applause to our media department back there. While we're at it, give a round of applause to our cleaning crew and our ushers and everybody who served all year long to make this such a wonderful church to be a part of. Verse 1, chapter 2, the book of Luke. At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken while Cornarius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the villages of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant and while they were there the time came for her baby to be born she gave birth to her first child a son she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep and suddenly The angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby snugly wrapped in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angels were joined by a vast host of others. The armies of heaven praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven. And peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem 
Let's see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby. Lying in a manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened. And what the angels had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherds' stories were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and she thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, because it was just as the angel had told them. Amen? The shepherds were the first to know. Cut that down just a little bit. Just a little less fire crackling. We're going to talk about shepherds today. God loves him some shepherds. He loves them some Cody and Heather shepherds. <laughs> and the little shepherds in the back. <laughs> Who's got a microphone that said that? Today's message is entitled, My Job as a Shepherd. You could do right there. Like that right there. My job as a shepherd. Why does God love shepherds? Why were they the first to celebrate the birth of the Lord? You know, if you're about to have a baby who you call into the birthing room, that's who that they're important people to. You don't just let anybody in there, right? These were the people that God chose to celebrate. It was the shepherds. And I don't know why, because shepherds don't hold any sway or any power here on the earth. You know, they're really it's one of the lowliest of jobs. There's no prestige in it. It's low paying, long hours to the wolves are always after you. You end up smelling like sheep. Sheep don't appreciate you. You're preaching, you're preaching, you're preaching. They don't listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Strike all that. Get out of here, Sorry, sorry. So why did God call them in to the labor room? I thought of a few reasons. I think... Firstly, because God has always loved shepherds. Think about it. Abraham was a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd. And there was a little boy that grew up to be king that had started out as a shepherd named David. You remember him? God just loves what shepherds do. He watches over. They watch over his flock, his people. And that's what's most important to God. He's like, you care for mine, I'll care for yours. In fact, he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 3.15, he says, I will give you shepherds after mine own heart who will guide you with knowledge and understanding. See, that's his heart, to give you a shepherd to watch over you. But it's also his heart for you to be a shepherd and to watch over those he's given to you. Now, I know it don't pay a lot. <laughs> Believe me, no. I know. Just kidding, just kidding. But listen, the world doesn't appreciate it, but God appreciates His shepherds. He will put His heart in you. It says He will give you shepherds after His own heart. That means He'll put His heart in you to do that, and He will give you the knowledge and the wisdom to do it. You say, I don't know how to shepherd over anybody. That's all right. Moses didn't think he knew how to lead the people out of Egypt either, but God gave him everything he needed. 
And he'll give you everything you need to be the shepherd you need to be for the people you need to shepherd in your life. Whether they be your children or you're at your job or you can just begin to take people under your wing and watch out over them. And he'll give you the knowledge and understanding to do it. Now these particular shepherds that got to come in to see baby Jesus that day, did you know they were watching over the sheep in Bethlehem? And Bethlehem was right next door to Jerusalem. And if you study it out, you'll find that they were actually shepherding the very sheep that would be sacrificed for the Passover in Jerusalem. You think about that for a moment. These were Jesus' shepherds. Because we know He was our Passover lamb. I think He had a special affinity for these shepherds. They were His own. Because Jesus was not only Mary's little lamb, He had come to be our little lamb so that He could one day, oddly enough, become our shepherd. And I thought, isn't that how it works? We're like lost little sheep and somebody shepherds us and brings us in, takes care of us, leads us beside the still waters and, and plenty of grass and anoints our head with oil. And the next thing you know, you look up and now you're shepherding. We go from sheep to shepherd in God's eyes. And Jesus, He was the best. In John 10, 11, He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Now a hired hand or a hireling, he'll run away when he sees the wolf coming. He'll abandon the sheep because he, they don't belong to him. And he isn't their shepherd. And so when the wolf attacks, it scatters the flock. But the hired hand runs away because he isn't, he's working only for the money and he doesn't really care about the sheep. That's not the kind of shepherd God likes. Verse 14, he said, I, your example, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. And just as the father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. So as disciples of Jesus, we're also called to be his shepherds. He said, well, I'm not laying down my life for any sheep. And what am I supposed to be, my brother's keeper or something here? <laughs> yep, you are. Unless you want to be like Cain, who slew his brother. You don't want to be like that. I love how the King James says it. And wherefore slew he him? Because <laughs> his own works were evil. That's not us. We care about our brothers. We are our brother's keeper. We need to begin to see ourselves as our brother's keeper. So lay down your life. But there's a difference now. You see, those Bethlehem shepherds, they were watching over a flock of sheep that was condemned to die for sin. But because of Jesus, we're shepherding a flock now that is sentenced to live forever. It's not bad news. It's good news. God has taken what the devil meant for harm. He's turned it to good like he always does. And now we get to, I, I have the privilege of shepherding over a flock that can be sentenced to everlasting life. And you do too. It's a much better situation. I don't know. 
I was just thinking about that because the Lamb of God is, He's come to take away the sin of the world. The sin debt is paid. What's today? What do we call it? Christmas Eve. Somebody forgot or something. No, today is Christmas Eve. What does that mean? What does the Eve mean? It means the day before the big day. Tomorrow is the big day. And you know me. I'm always thinking about stuff. I look at stories and I want to get the most out of them. I always ask questions like, what if? And I thought to myself, what if one of those shepherds had quit on the eve of the big day? What if, what if he'd have said, you know, I'm growing weary with the sheep. I'm just going to turn in my notice. I don't really care about the sheep. He proved to be a hireling, right? What if he had a, a history of unfaithfulness at his job as a shepherd? What if he was here one day and didn't feel like going the next, would call in sick? He was playing the system, trying to barely get by with as much as he could give and not get fired. But on the day, on the big day, he called in sick. That would be bad, wouldn't it? Think about it. I wonder if there was an extra shepherd that should have been there that day but didn't come in. And he missed the party in heaven. The, the angels and the armies of heaven glorifying God. That would have been bad. You know, the shepherds of those days, they had heard the scriptures. They had scriptures back then. They had the Torah. They had uh, the prophets. And they knew that the Messiah was coming. But just like us, they didn't know when. So it's highly possible that they weren't paying attention. There might have been one that called in sick, hadn't been faithful, or just thought, you know, we don't know when the Messiah is coming. We'll just party it up until he gets back. We'll, we'll get ready at that last moment. And I think that's not unlike our situation today. We know Jesus is coming back, but we don't know when. I want to be at my post when he does. I want to be doing what he's called me to do when he does. I don't want to miss that celebration in heaven. Do you? I want to be a good shepherd. Say, I want to be a good shepherd. If you mean it, tell Jesus, I want to be a good shepherd. Well, those good shepherds, after seeing Jesus, they went back to the flock and they were praising and glorifying God. They were letting everybody know. They weren't keeping quiet about this good news. They went around telling everybody, Christ the King is born. We have seen Him with our own eyes. We have held Him. We have touched Him. We know that He is real. And you do too. And it was, good joy. it was good news and brought joy and peace to everybody that would believe. You know, it ain't so hard telling people good news. It ain't. We're not telling them, come on and be a little sheep so that you can die. We're not. It's not hard telling people good news. Why wouldn't we tell people good news? You possessors of the words of eternal life out there, why wouldn't you let the joy radiate from your heart this Christmas when the rest of the world's like, I'm broke, I'm $6,000 in debt for this Christmas, you know? <laughs> they don't, they're celebrating 
Santa Claus or something. I don't know, but we're celebrating a risen Savior that was born to us this day. So in closing, what? It's a Christmas miracle! <laughs> be a good shepherd. Don't be a hireling. Don't grow weary in your well-doing, for you'll reap if you faint not. Don't quit. Don't call in sick. Be your brother's keeper. Share the joyful news. Love and care for one another. Stay faithful and be found at your post when he comes back. And then we'll all celebrate with the armies of heaven together. All right? It'll be a time of celebration. God loves the shepherds and shepherds understand a thing or two about Christmas. You holy shepherds of God, you. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.